0: everyone, it's technology expert Burton Kelso here with another tech tip to help you get the most out of the technology in your life. Today we're talking about what exactly is a human firewall. You're probably thinking it's a chain of people that are blocking something, but actually it has to do with the whole nature of cybersecurity and how it's evolved. Probably about five to even 10 years ago, most cyber attacks were machine based, meaning that cyber criminals would attack or attempt to get into tech devices and steal valuable information. Now on a larger scale, you do see this happen with companies that haven't done a good job of protecting their servers and other devices. But now, in order to attack individuals and small businesses, criminals have resorted to making these cyber attacks human based, meaning that you are going to have an attack that is going to trick someone giving out their information so that criminals can log into devices as opposed to machine based where a criminal could just get into access a smartphone or even a computer. It's true that now cyber attacks are more socially engineered, which means that criminals are designing attacks that are fishing in nature, meaning that they are designed to help or make you as an individual give out more information as opposed to criminals having to design programs or bots that are going to seek out unprotected devices. Now that's not to say that these bots aren't still circling around the internet, which is why it's very important for you to update your devices, but if you're going to get attacked, it's going to be usually something that you've done as opposed to a criminal actually getting into your device. A sad fact, up to 99% of cyber attacks rely on human interaction. And I don't know if that number is inflated, can't really give you stats other than what we've seen with the attacks that our customers have dealt with, with integral. And it's a sad fact that now we know that most cyber attacks can be prevented if people just don't click on stuff. It's really that simple. But what brings into the factor is something that I talked about earlier, which was social engineering. And again, that's the act where criminals try to get your login credentials and financial information by preying on your fears and controlling you. So if you look at the history of some of the spam attacks that are concerned, take a look at what's coming in. For example, during the holiday season, you're going to see more email attacks that are geared or have the wording if there's a problem with your package being delivered or there's a problem with this item that you have ordered, Criminals understand that humans are apt to ignore the warning signs and get in to why that package t- is delayed as opposed to making sure that it's coming from a legitimate source. A scam that I encountered re- recently had to do with a known accounting company and I hate To admit it, I almost fell for the scam, but that just shows how well the social engineered attacks work. Back to the email that came in for one of our customers, the email obviously was designed to look like it came from this company. And it was a renewal for accounting software that normally occurs at the end of the year. Well, under further inspection, it was discovered that the email was not correct, but all the makings of the questions that they asked, the process that they went through, it made you believe that you were actually talking to tech support for this company. And that's one of the things that these criminals are able to do, is that they're able to imitate legitimate tech companies or legitimate authority sources to make you feel like you're dealing with the uh, with the actual company. The only thing that would alert you to the fact that it would be a scam is perhaps you're talking to someone in a foreign country. But in today's day and world, as far as technology is concerned, that doesn't really matter. Other socially engineered attacks that you have to take a look at that Make you think as or make you act as opposed to think are attacks or emails that you may get saying that you are having a problem with your social media account. You have to look at text messages that come through alerting you that you may have won an item, or you have to look at messages or voicemails or voice calls that come in to say that you. Have a problem with maybe even your cellular account, but again, grandma scams are examples of social engineering. Your Medicaid, Medicare scams again, your indicators that they're social engineered, and also if you look at the Colonial Pipeline attack that occurred about a year and a half ago, it was a social engineered attack where criminals tricked someone via a Uh, email message to think that something critical was going on with systems. But if you look at the nature of all, or I should say a lot of cybercrime, it's definitely socially engineered in nature. So the question is, is how (laughs) can I act as my human firewall in order to protect cyber attacks? And that's the whole nature of the term human firewall is to ensure that people are getting away from the fact that criminals are getting into devices because they're hacking into devices and understanding that most attacks are gonna be social engineered. So it's up to you to make sure that you are doing what you can to act as a firewall to filter out these cyber attacks. So what can you do as a human firewall? Because you all need to start thinking of yourselves in that nature to help protect yourself. So tip number one is to stop using passwords and start using passphrases. Now passphrases are an association of two or more words that form a strong password. The best example I can give you is to go to the website um, uh, useapassphrase.com. I think that's right. No. It is useapassphrase.com. Isn't that horrible? I forget all that. So I had to cheat and type it in, but I've got the website. Let's pull it up. Use a Passphrase is a website that you can go to to help you come up with a passphrase, which is two unrelated words. If you look at useapassphrase.com's website, you can see the current passphrase that they have is four, long, four, ah, four words long. And you can choose any two combinations or use all four to create a, a passphrase. Now keep in mind when you create a password phrase, you'll have to always use Apple's standard when it comes to using passwords. And that is, that one letter has to be upp- uppercase and you have to have a special character in that passphrase. And it's gotta be at least eight characters along or more. That's usually the minimum that you would need for most password systems. So when you're looking at useapassphrase.com, make sure that if you choose two or four words for a passphrase, make sure that the, there is a letter that's capitalized in one of those and that you add a special character to it. So for example, you would use overdrawn revolt or revolt blinked or posting blinked as a passphrase. This ensures that you're not using passwords that normally tie to our personal selves because we want to use passwords that are easy to remember. Next thing that you can do as far as a human firewall or being a good human firewall and protecting yourself is to use two-factor authentication on all of your web-based accounts. Two-factor authentication works when you set up your website to allow or to have two forms of authentication when logging in. So one would be just visiting the website and entering in your password. Second form of authentication would be a text message coming back, verifying that you are the one logging into the website. This works because if criminals get access to your passwords on the dark web, they definitely can log into your account. And if there's only one form of authentication, they're in and you would never be the wiser as far as your accounts are concerned. Next thing you can do as far as being a human firewall is to make sure that you're using a password keeper to keep all of those online accounts safe. Now, password keepers come in many forms. You can use a third-party software, or you can even use the password keeper in your favorite browser. Now, hopefully at this time, you realize that all passwords for online accounts need to be uh, this different, almost said the same, like an idiot. But no, they all need to be different. And a password keeper is going to allow you to, number one, make sure that you have different passwords for all of your accounts. Number two, it will alert you when there is a password that you've used that appears on the dark web. And when you get that alert, obviously you need to go through and change that password. Now the next thing, since we're speaking about the dark web, is that you need to make sure that you are verifying that your information has not wound up on the dark web. And that's where the website Have I Been Pwned comes into play. I sneakily brought it up for you. So anyway, (laughs) Have Have I Been Pwned is a website that allows you to check to see if your email or phone number is on the dark web. Important reason being is that if criminals get access to your email or even your phone number, they've got access to your online accounts. The way this comes into play for user, or for email addresses is that, for the most part, your email address is your username for your online account. Now, as far as your phone number, in most instances, that's how you're gonna get your two-factor authentication. Can't have that information floating on the dark web, so periodically you need to check to see if it's floating out there. Now to check it, you would just type in an email address and we'll see if it is pwned. So if we type in an email address and type in pwned, then as you can see it's been pwned, meaning that the there was a data breach with Retina X back in 2017 where that email account was leaked out. Now what happens if you've been pwned? Well if you've been pwned, what you need to do is to go in and change the passwords for Whatever email account that you were using at the time that the email address was compromised, because chances are criminals probably have the email or email password as well. Now, what about phones? So let's check out phone real quick. So we'll type in our business number. It's not the hint to call if you have computer issues, but why not throw it out there if we can do it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot our phone number there we go got it so let's hit pwned and as you can see there hasn't been no data breaches on the dark web with have i been pwned now the good news with this is is that your phone number is not out there but the other thing that you need to worry about as far as your phone number is concerned is the fact that if criminals get access to your phone number they can commit what's called sim card fraud steal your phone number and transfer it to another number which is Why another element of being part of that Human Firewall is to never share your mobile number with any outside entities other than close friends and family members. If your phone number gets out there, criminals can definitely take advantage of it and use or commit data fraud. A few more things you can do to be a Human Firewall is to ignore all this third-party software that you see on the screen here. Third-party software does one thing and that allows the software manufacturers to uh, sell more software. So the things that you need to remember is that all devices, well, all computer devices have antivirus software built in. For example, if you're using a Windows computer, Windows Defender is already built into your Windows computer. If you're a Macintosh user, you have the option or I shouldn't say the option, but the operating system is protected by XProtect, which is a silent antivirus monitoring system that basically makes the whole operating system the antivirus. A few other things you can do as far as uh, being a, hum- a human firewall is to make sure that you've configured your devices to back automatically. Now you can use an external hard drive to back up your stuff, but if you get hit with ransomware, it's not only going to take out your computer, it's going to take out that external drive as well. So, my suggestion would be to back up your information to the cloud automatically. So, services like Dropbox, OneDrive, iCloud, Box, and I'm trying to think of another it's Google Drive offer options to synchronize your information so it's stored in the cloud. Now, sometimes that's good because at least you have one form of backup, but it's really recommended that you have three forms of backup in order to do stuff. Or if you've watched Inglorious Bastards, you know that you need to put out the number three like that. Anyway, um, as far as the 3 prong backup, external hard drive, which is localized, then maybe a cloud-based storage system like a Dropbox or um, Google Drive, but you probably should use an actual backup service like Carbonite or Backblaze. Now, Carbonite and Backblaze are two services that allow you to backup your computer, Windows or Mac, with redundancy. Meaning that both Carbonite and Backblaze store multiple copies of your files. So if something catastrophic happens to your information, then you have peace of mind knowing that that information can be restored. So always make sure that you've got automatic backups to the cloud and also the other things such as using passphrases instead of passwords, making sure that you are using two-factor authentication or two-step authentic- authentication, and you're just using common senses to avoid the various phishing schemes that occur on the web. So in a sense you definitely need to evolve and become a human firewall. In doing so, you're gonna protect yourself from most of the data breaches and cyber threats out there. Always wise to think hard and long before you click, and that way you can become the best human firewall and keep yourself safe from most cyber threats. So without that said, if you have comments and questions about being a human firewall, as far as training yourself and even your family, leave in the comments section below. I'd love to hear from you to find out what things I can help you stay safe from all the data threats out there. And with every video, I am always, always ask, please, if you like this video, leave comments, like it, share it with your friends and family so that they can get the tech tips that they need in order to stay safe from all the cyber threats out there and to get more from the technology that they use. I love technology, I've read all the manuals, and I'm serious about making technology fun, safe, and easy to use for everyone. So take care of yourself and do many things to make you smile, and thanks for watching.